0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating and drinking in restaurants and cooking and all that. We'd love to talk with you about uh, whatever has been cooking in your life, whatever that is. If it's something bad, even, call me and tell me about it. Maybe we can fix it. Uh, I'm not telling you that I know how to fix every recipe out there. That's uh, too much to ask from any one person. Uh, But we can get started on it, and we have a lot of people listening to us, and somebody, I can just about bet, uh, would be very happy to help you uh, figure out your recipe dilemma. Or we can just say, to heck with that, let's just go out to eat and come up with some good ideas there, too. So we'd love to hear from you about that. at our, our telephone number, it's 260-6368, 260-6368. In case you're just joining us, but you heard the first little bit of us, uh, we have uh, a new contest that we're playing around with on the show. And uh, the, it's called the Restaurant of the Day. And in it, you're supposed to guess which restaurant I'm describing here. I have some descriptions and uh, today would be a good one to, uh, to, to illustrate it with because uh, this is kind of the way it's going to run, and you have to be kind of on top of the restaurant scene to get this, although it doesn't have to be too ridiculous. Here, I'll, I'll prove that to you. Um, uh, clue number one, this restaurant space has been at least four previous, previous restaurants. The ones I was thinking of were Charlie G's, there was one, the name of which I can't remember, but it was uh, a, a buffet serving uh, the people who worked in, the, in that big, tall building right on the 17th Street Canal, right off the Orleans Parish line on Veterans. You know where I'm talking about, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, at least four restaurants have come through there over the years. I think it's a good bit more than that. Uh, twice in its history... This restaurant had been a buffet. It was that when it was uh, serving l- at lunchtime to, again, that big building. There were a lot of people working in it. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> so they would, uh, a lot of them found that doing a buffet was the way to go, and including the owner of the building. He uh, kept trying to do a buffet there, but it just never, never got off the ground, really. Number three, the restaurant has a clear view of a local body of water. The body of water I'm referring to is the 17th Street Canal, (laughs) and you know that's an important, very important uh, water feature here in New Orleans. Let's see, uh, what's the next one? Uh, This restaurant has a parking lot that is a little confusing. The the lady who guessed the right answer to this. Got that one right, and I was really surprised at it because I thought I was the only one dumb enough to get lost in that parking lot. But I did. (laughs) once; I couldn't get out. Everything was locked up. Anyway, uh, I'll give the the next clue here. Uh, Sometimes this restaurant has been mostly a seafood restaurant. Other times it was a steakhouse. Uh, it was a place called the—what uh, was the name? It started with a P. It was, a, it was a, a, a steakhouse where they were also doing lamb chops and pork chops and all of that. And it was actually pretty good. It opened up not long after Hurricane Katrina. It, again, in that building, you know, obviously that's where it's going to stay. Uh, other times, it was a steakhouse. Sometimes it was a, a seafood house. And they had two locations. The other one is in Lafayette. Strangely enough, Charlie G's, uh, the original Charlie G's was in Lafayette. And then they opened that one over in that, uh, that building on veterans. And then finally, after you dine at this restaurant, you might be shoveling off. Now, here is how you, you talk about a, uh, a clue that is abstruse. This is it. Uh, the life of Riley when it was a radio show... And so, of course, we're talking about ancient history here. Uh, and it was William Bendix, he was the he was the star. And uh, I don't know if you ever saw that show, or it, it was on TV for quite a long time too. Anyway, there was this guy who uh, played a character in that uh, show who uh, was an undertaker, and he would make jokes about death. I'm not, I'm not making this up. And this was mainstream, uh, you know, top of the end uh, broadcasting at that time. But uh, anyway, they, uh, at the, when he would get to the end of his little joke, he would say, I'd better be shoveling off. And uh, hence the name. Because, well, why would I make, what was the connection I had there? After you dine at this restaurant, you might be shoveling off. Oh, there it is. 260 6368 <laughs> we talk about food here we talk about everything else we ha- we are here to have a good time I, I i mean that sincerely uh where have you eaten lately that was good and fun you know there are some restaurants that are just no fun at all and you, you know you know what i mean when you go there and the waiters are just like really dour and they, they're you know, kind of Squinching their their eyeballs and uh and everything. Um, When I go to a restaurant, I usually joke around with the waiters and waitresses, not to make fun of them or anything, just have a little fun together. And uh, once in a great while, I'll run into somebody who just doesn't have a sense of humor whatsoever. But I can't tell you that happens very often. I'll go years in between times. Uh, Most people who work uh, in the restaurant business and who understand what it's all about, they are very happy to laugh with you and, and joke around with you. They really are. So I always do, and it, it, and it kind of brings forth the idea that maybe they might get a better tip if they shoot the breeze with me. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I always like them better. 2606368. I am looking for, and as a matter of fact, I'm just waiting for... Uh, someone to call us and talk about where you've been eating lately. Simple as that. The only problem with it is that we can't, uh, the show doesn't go anywhere unless somebody calls us. You know, I could sit here, I could talk the entire time. I don't think you'd like it, though. You know, whenever I've tried that, nobody seemed to like it. What people really like to hear is other people like themselves talking about where they've been eating. Uh, For a lot of people, that's a lot more credible than what just one guy says, and I speak as a guy who has done a tremendous amount of writing on this subject over the years, and uh, that's what I've always seen, that you have to uh, kind of back away from it and uh, just present it as something uh, that is kind of omnipresent.
2: Okay, now let's yeah. back away from it just a little let's, bit to you know, tell okay. us I don't know. what How national about this day
1: it is today. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, garlic and sardines? No. That's no. All, well, that no. was yesterday. Um,
2: no, we have huh? an expensive one for Oh, you we do? Today. Yes, the national all is ours today.
1: All is ours today? Yeah, it has today? to
2: do with nature. Huh. They're talking about nature here. The national all is ours today. Hmm. Now, it is also National Zoo Lover's Day today, and we find yeah. out earlier that at the San Diego Zoo, the uh, panda, his, uh, his visa is run out. Oh, no. And it has to, go back to, uh, has to go back to China now.
1: Is that true? Or? Yes, that's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought I heard something to that. That's just crazy exactly. enough to be true. Do you have a recipe for panda? Mm, that's not Nice. <laughs> Uh, Who doesn't like pandas? I had
2: to ask. Well, okay.
1: okay. One more. And it has to do with food. (laughs) Okay. Today is National Empanada Day. Empanada. And empanada is more or less uh, anything that kind of looks like a a Hubig's pie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Except it's not usually, although it can be, uh, it's not usually a... Sweet item. It's usually a savory, meaty, you know, meats and vegetables kind of a thing.
2: Yeah. Well, many, many of the uh, of of uh, of different cultures have had this type of food in, yep. their, in their repertoire.
1: Yep. That's right. Uh, and you, you, mo- it's most familiar from Mexican cuisine, but all up and down all of uh, Central and South America. You saw empanadas of various kinds uh, up there. Yeah, why not? It works. Works pretty well. This is the Food Show, 260 6368 I have somebody over here. It looks like Joe. Joe is on the green phone? I think so. Joe, is that hey, my you? Favorite.
3: Yes, sir. Hey, my favorite color. Awesome. Oh. Hey, I uh, just wanted to give a restaurant report. Uh, oh, please. Central City Barbecue bar- bar- yesterday.
1: Oh yeah, uh, you know the uh, wine and food experience did something over there. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, so how was it?
3: It was awesome. It was excellent. I mean, you got the minute you walk in the door, you can smell the barbecue. You can smell the, you know, the yeah. That to me, that that makes a good bug. The food, the barbecue is always good. I had the um the the free meat platter with the um with the uh, the the burn the, uh, <laughs> my
1: my wife fork. loves that the, the the burned ends of uh, of things,
3: and uh, the the brisket, and it was mm-hmm. it was excellent.
1: This is the uh, have, this is the Center City uh, barbecue place, right?
3: Yeah, the one on right behind the gold um, the Gold Steeple Church.
1: Yeah, 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 the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a yeah. great place.
3: Yeah, to me, that's yeah. the best. I've been to the other ones, and the one on Carrollton and Fried Meat Company, and I think that's to me, that's the yeah. better one of all of them. Mm. They got this uh, cornbread, like spoon bread, um, yeah, uh, side dish that is uh, it, 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 it's excellent. Everything's good over there, and the people's th- always nice and friendly in there.
1: For those uh, who wonder what what a, a spoon bread is, it, it this isn't exactly right, but it's close enough. It is like cornbread, except never, not really baked completely. It's kind of like the right. dough that you're going to turn into uh, into corn in, uh, corn, uh, corn on, cornbread. Wait, cornbread. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't get that word out. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm uh, I'm not surprised. Those guys are quite good.
3: Yeah, and it's neat. I mean, you can see they always. I mean, they they have something coming up. I see they have some big festival there right there on Jazz Fest on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. cross crawfish festival, mm. something there. On well, it's about the time. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So that time of the year, they are always doing something. They got the nice big yard if you want to eat outside, and um, yeah. stages one thing. So just want to get the good
4: report on them.
1: Well, good. I'm glad you did. Thank you very much for calling. All
3: right. You, yeah. you have a great day, and I
4: love your show.
1: You too, and thank you very much Alrighty. for loving my show or anything else. Alrighty. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> See ya. Talk to you later. Right. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Uh Looking at our food almanac today, our edible dictionary has a uh, has something to say, Talia T-A-G-L-I-A-T-E-L-L-E, tagliatelle. Tagliatelle. What this is is pasta that is made by slicing very thin sheets of pasta dough into long, wide, like a quarter to an uh, inch ribbon. And you do this by hand if you really want to get it uh, authentic. And when you cut the, all this pasta up, uh, they, they kind of reflect the, in the pasta's name uh, from the Italian verb meaning to cut. Tagliatelle is something that you cut. So it's, it's kind of like fettuccine, but it's wider and it's longer usually. And its di, uh, exact dia, uh, diameters are kind of literally cast in gold, it seems like it in a display case over at the Bologna Chamber of Commerce. (laughs) This is no kidding. I've seen it. Uh, It's about six millimeters wide by one millimeter thick, and this tells you the exact size of a (laughs) tagliatelle. So so now you know. And uh, then you can move on to having espresso. And remember that uh, if the little espresso cup is more than half full with uh, with just a single shot, then it isn't really espresso. How do we get on that? I don't know, uh, but uh, we don't care because we talk about food, we talk about having a good time. we talk about enjoying yourself here in New Orleans, and we'd love to hear from you at two six zero six three six eight two six zero sixty three sixty eight. Let's see, there was something else here I wanted to sneak in. oh wait, wait a minute, we got It, it sounds like break time. We will be back with more of the food show after first, please this. Uh, this is the Food Show, and this is Tom Fitzmorris, and it's nice to be here with you every day talking about food and restaurants and stuff. And uh, we're proud of ourselves, the, the program, uh, which had nothing like it when we first started doing it. There was no uh, program about restaurants and cooking and, and, and all of that like we do Uh, And I I, I keep looking and I keep putting the word out. uh, If you you know of another restaurant that does this, let me know. So I can't say that I'm lying because I've been saying for uh, rather a few years that uh, this is the only program of its kind. So far, it still is. And we're not sure if we're going to make it in the long term, though, because we've only been on the air for 30 years it's unbelievable to me uh 6368 is our number the uh you know what I meant to let me let me see can, can you make some noise for about uh, five seconds uh, and I'll come back in in just five seconds okay here we go uh, I have the um, the poster that went up Uh, Actually, two years ago, I'm getting behind in my posters, uh, of the best chefs in Louisiana in 2018, in this case. And if you looked over this place, you would see a lot of chefs that you know very, very well. And then you'll see a lot of chefs that you've never heard of before. You've never seen them. You've never heard of them before. Uh, But they have the entire range covered and a a few about some folks that uh, maybe we've lost track of.
2: Now one of uh, one of the people who is <clears throat> regularly on the show, as factually, we'll be visiting oh, yeah? with him tomorrow. Chef Andrea
1: is oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He is
2: going to be celebrated this year. It's, no kidding. it's his year. Yes. Huh? Oh,
1: good for him. Anyway, so uh, uh, the event that uh, is connected with this, it's called the Best Chefs of Louisiana, and most of these uh, most of these guys and girls. Uh, have been at it for, for a good, pretty good uh, length of time. Uh, but f- uh, there are a lot of new upcoming chefs on this list. And there are quite a few uh, sh- chefs who have been at it really a long time. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some of my favorites here, like Daniel Bono of uh, Bizou, uh, Jean Luc Albin. Both of those guys were major French chefs before they went off in other directions. And uh, Chef Paul Prudhomme was here, and Chef, Paul, uh, Chef uh, Andrea, and you know, a whole bunch of other ones. The event itself, which is open to the public, uh, can be—you uh, can get the tickets. I have two ways of doing it. Go to www. <clears throat> let's try that again. www.acfno.org. Uh, you got that? www dot a c f n o dot o r g it stands for uh american Conf- uh um uh, uh oh, oh gosh what does the c, the c stand for uh <clears throat> i forgot anyway american culinary uh uh of of uh of new orleans i think is what it comes down to but a c f n o dot or you can call them on the phone and ask for tickets that number is 504, of course, 559-7485. Now, what do you get for all this? I think it's $100 is what it costs to get in. It's at the East Campus of UNO. This is the ones that has that big arena in it uh, on the, just off of Franklin Avenue, easy enough to find, right on the, right the uh, lakefront. And uh, all these chefs are going to be there. And they're all going to be doing their specialties, and they're all showing off to each other. Now, if you want to find some really good food, go to an event where you have major league chefs showing off for each other. That can't possibly fail to be great, and it is great. And I've I've been an uh, MC for it for years and years and years. It's gotten so big, though, that it takes like, uh, you know— 10 or 20 uh, MCs to do it. So uh, that's why I'm not in it. Actually, the reason I'm not in it is that I'm going to be out of town that night. But I've uh, been part of it for for a long time, and I'm always happy to be. And I'm glad to see that it's back again. It's tomorrow night, uh, and I think it starts at 7-ish. But there will be... 6 o'clock, okay. There will be a fantastic collection of food to be tried at this. Uh, none of these guys are fooling around. This is the real deal from the top to the bottom and very much worth your time. And it's, it's a fundraiser for a variety of uh, educational programs that uh, teaches people who want to get into the business of hospitality gives them a place to learn it all. And we have been real good at that in the last few years here in in New Orleans. Something to really be proud of. Our number is 260-6368, 260-6368. Our program today, we will come back with more of The Food Show after first, if you will, this. Hello, this is Tom Fitzmaurice. It's The Food Show. It's the only program of its kind I know of, but I'm not bragging about that. I, I would brag about you and all the people who call our program all the time and all the things we learn from the people who we, we talk to. Wish you were one of them. We're waiting uh, for you to call. We'd love to hear from you because I know, you know, you've got to eat. If you don't eat, you die. So if, uh, I, all I'm asking for is can you tell me what you've been eating and what do you like and what have you not liked? That's it. 260 is our telephone number. Today is the birthday in 1939 of film director and winemaker. You saw this one coming, didn't you? Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, more than a few restaurants and food scenes appear in The Godfather and its two sequels. Uh, the movies for which he is most famous, uh, certainly Coppola is. Uh, his career as a vintner is equally impressive. He bought the old Ingle Nook Estate in Napa, which was a a building that uh, was at the center of winemaking at the quality level uh, back before things really started happening in California. He bought that old estate and he included in the purchase the Victorian house of the Gustav Niebaum family, who uh, founded uh, the uh, a winery in the 1880s? Coppola recently named the whole r- uh, estate Rubicon. That's a a reference to the marvelous Meritage-based wines and Cabernets, especially that uh, came from around there. Now, get ready for this. Uh, I, I I I'm not a, a the kind of guy who would go hunting down celebrities, but. For one reason or another, I I occasionally run into him, and uh, I was attending the Napa Wine Auction, which is exactly what it sounds like, uh, some years ago, and uh, at every meal, uh, there was a a different group of people who were were moved to some other place and got a chance to try the wines there. Uh, I got moved over to the Coppola Estate, uh, and all of the wines that he was making over there in that... uh, Rubicon line of his Cabernet is like crazy and uh, there, there was a, a, a lunch being put together and uh, he took a look at me and for some reason he said would you mind uh, tending the grill and I said sure I'll do that I can do that I'm from New Orleans and I said great great we love that and uh, so I stood there uh, flipping off steaks that were coming off of a wood-burning oven in a uh, brick grill. This thing was was very primitive, uh, but he said, "No, this is the way to go." And you know what he was you know what he was doing? He was doing steaks, but he was doing something else that caught my attention at the time, and I've been doing this ever since myself. He was making pizza. He was baking pizzas on an open grill hot hot charcoal and he, he there he was with the uh with the with the pizzas and in fact i i like to think that the reason he uh, asked me to take care of his grill while he was doing something else was that uh i could uh, i i i told him that i'd i'd done it before that i baked pizzas in an in an oven you can do it it's it, it comes out really good actually uh so uh that's the only once and only time I ever met Francis Ford Coppola, but he was a very nice guy. And he was very, very generous in uh, letting people pour, especially at that event, uh, fantastic wines from his cellar. I mean, it was really great. I'll never forget that day. Uh, and then it all went down from there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Two six zero six three six eight. Call right now. You'll get right in. It's four 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 right now. Love to hear from you on, on a time like this. And uh, tell me where you've been eating and what's cooking. And if you think you need a a, a reason to call, uh, you don't. Uh, just just call me, right now. Just just call my number 260-6368. zero six three six eight. Don't worry about the fact that you have nothing particular to start a conversation with. I don't care. Because when you call, you'll say, hi, I'm Joe. And then I'll say, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, have you ever um, cooked a pizza on top of like an open grill? And then he'll say, well, I I don't think so. But does that work? You know, it doesn't sound like it would work, but it absolutely does. I can tell you from having done it a, a lot. And then this guy who I just met <clears throat> will say, well, where did, you, uh, where did you do this? And I said, well, my kids were in a Catholic school in Mandeville, and uh, some of the other fathers, during their uh, annual uh, festival, uh, they uh, were asking me if I would get involved with it. And I said, yeah, absolutely. So we started grilling pizzas at that event, and uh, we did that for years until my kids graduated into high school. It was, uh, it was that was a fun time, Uh, but anyway, if you have an out, particularly if you have an outdoor brick grill, it comes out great. If you have just a regular hot grill, mine's a a a big green egg is what I use to do all this stuff, and it comes out terrific. You you get a little bit of smoky taste, but not so much of it that you can't stand it. Two six zero. Six three, six eight. Where is everybody? You know we get we have a, a lot of fun at the beginning of the hour on our show, but uh, we never seem to get anywhere in the second hour. Somebody call me right now. you If you're driving, please don't. you know, no, keep driving, but uh, but don't worry about uh, uh, punching me up on your phone. And uh, if you' you got anything planned, if you went to the if you went to the wine and food experience over the weekend, I'd really like to know how you did with that. But really, I'm kind of nosy and uh, um, I'm interested in hearing about any of the food things that you've been involved with. Because, you, you know, uh, I've said this a million times before, but I'm going to say it again. When you find a restaurant that you really like and when there's maybe two or three dishes that you think are just great and then you love the the, the rest of the dish and everything that goes with it and— uh, uh, and this makes an impact on you, it, 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 a lot of people will at that point uh, stop talking about it and never let anybody else know what that is all about. Uh, when in fact, what you ought to do is get the word out to everybody you know. Because there, most of us are out there looking for great new things to eat we are not looking to criticize what's out there and just uh, let it go. In fact, that's a silly way of uh, finding the best food. If, if you, also, if you uh, go to a restaurant and you find something that is, uh, is very appealing to you, uh, share it with everybody else because your, your thought is, well, wh- well, I don't need to talk about this. Everybody knows this dish, but they don't. That's the trick. Nobody does. Not, well, maybe not nobody, but uh, it is not widespread. Like how to, how to grill a pizza on a grill. Not many people know that. Most people think that that's just, how's that possible? It's not going to work. It does work. Works great. 260 I want you to call me right now. Nobody's listening. Somebody, somewhere, somebody. Okay, call me. 260 260- six three six eight
2: just off subject just a little
1: bit. off subject okay just let's do it
2: We bit off subject here i was yeah i got caught uh caught t- caught today i was uh, with nothing to do yeah so uh, all i of, know on the on a tv set was a soap opera now yeah y- y- if if we go back in time to yeah. when these things started they were a product of soap companies they would yes. put on these things, soap companies. Mm-hmm. Today, it's drug companies. So what? Yes, it is. We uh, there are more yeah. drugs being sold. Oh,
1: I know what you're talking about. And yeah. they, and then they have these long uh, screeds about you can't tell you you are unable to move your body, body yeah, anymore, right. and right. you will die soon. You know. I think. I think, mean?
2: I think what, 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 what? 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 I think what <laughs> we should do is rename them <clears throat> drug operas now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'd go along with that. We don't want to encourage the usage of drugs, though, so we we have to figure that out. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Uh, let's see. Are, do we have are our sponsors all taken good care of? Let's make sure. Uh, if you went to the—I've been saying this since we sat down. I'm going to keep trying. Uh, if you went to the wine and food experience over the past week— Uh, I would just go crazy to hear from you what you thought about it, whether it was good or bad. Let me know how that went. I wrote an article about it today, and uh, I'm I'm pretty much positive. I I thought it was a a good year for them. Uh, There were some problems that the wine and food experience have had over the years, but none that I could see, nothing really horrible this year. So uh, I think that's a successful year. I, I, you know, it just occurred to me that there is an important issue that we have not discussed at all, and really, I need to. And that is, did you know we're doing an Eat Club dinner at Impostados next week? It's on the 17th. That is Wednesday night. If you've never been to one of our Eat Club dinners before, this is nothing but fun. Right off the bat, We sit at regular tables. I encourage people to do that anyway. Uh, If you'd rather sit at your own table of two people, go ahead and do it. It's not as much fun as if you did it with like six people at the table. Uh, And we have all, you know, everybody kind of just gets together. I'll be there, of course. And we will have a five-course dinner. The price is $80. That includes tax tip, wines, and everything. Over the years... The dinners we have done at Impostados have been, A, the most popular, the ones that sell out the fastest. They are also the best. They, they, the, the variety that we get out of these dinners is really something. So it's uh, next week. Uh, it's on the 17th. That's, a, a, again, I tell you, a, a Wednesday night. And if you're interested in looking over the menu, I have it on my website at nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. If you scroll down through that main page, it's the I think it's the very last thing, uh, the, the menu. And it's all there. We're starting off with some seafood appetizers. Then we're moving along to, the, to that unbelievably good fettuccine alfredo that they make there. Then we're doing a, a very interesting salad with a million different things in it. And then moving on to the entrees, there are many choices. Uh, they have a pasta dish called manicotti that I like a lot. Uh, also, there's some uh, uh, red fish that they sear with the lemon butter sauce, a really great lemon butter sauce. And uh, let's see, what else is on that? Uh, there's one other little touch to that that's uh, not... Oh, crab meat. Crab meat and shrimp are right over the top. And uh, let's see, they also have a filet mignon uh, that has been smoked before they put it on your plate, and a few other items, too. And uh, then a choice of all the desserts in the place. $80 tax tip wine, everything included. On the 17th, that's Wednesday night, next week, and I hope you can come to it, because if you've never been to one of our Eat Club dinners before, you've really missed something. We have a ball at these things. There's a lot of joking around There's lots of joke telling, and... This I'm I'm very sorry to tell you, uh, Roy, uh, uh, the the chef. Of, I'm, I'm sorry, not the chef. The uh, the musician, the the singer, uh, is there, uh, uh, Roy, uh, and uh, he uh, always invites me to do a song or two. Uh, so you have to put up with that. Uh, either that or leave early. I, I wouldn't be offended. So anyway. Uh, again, I tell you, this is next week. Hope you can make it. And uh, bring friends if you want to. And uh, again, uh, I would say get a table of four or, or more people. It's much more fun that way. But if you want to get it, you know, just your own table, uh, table for two, table for four, that's okay, too. Uh, we don't care. We have wines matching everything. $80 tax tip wine, everything included at Impostados in Metairie next week. Let's see, who's over here on the green phone? There was somebody. Oh, it's Mike. Welcome to the food show. Hello, Tommy. Hello there. Have
4: you ever been to uh, Coppola's restaurant in San
1: Francisco? uh, No, I haven't.
4: It's an interesting little place. It's called Zotrope Cafe.
1: I've heard of it, but I've never been there.
4: Yeah, it's right on the outskirts of uh, Chinatown, and they have a lot of Godfather <laughs> memorabilia in the place. Yeah. The place itself looks like it could have been used in the Godfather. Mm. Yeah. It's got an old-world old world feel to it. And huh. I, I, I try to make it there every time I go. they got a yeah. killer pizza, really good Italian food. You know, It's yeah. a small place. It's not big. You don't get reservations. Uh-huh. What, what's the
1: name of it again?
4: Zotrope. Z-O-E-T-R-O-P-E.
1: I've heard it i've just never been there before
4: I got a question about the Grantation you went to. Ask me How was the proportion of people to the space was it was it crowded or was it
1: Uh it was pretty good. We had about uh, i I'm just taking an estimate here about thirty thirty five people. It was pretty well attended it, The room was bigger than we needed, but not by much uh. Uh-huh.
4: This was the Friday night grantation or the Saturday grantation? This,
1: oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about the. I'm, I was thinking about the uh, the Ventnor dinner. Excuse me. Uh, I know. I was there. I was there on Friday for the dinner. The dinner was pretty uh, pretty crowded, but not too much. Not not a problem.
4: Okay, because I I had never hmm. been in that facility. I didn't know how big it was, and fact, uh, they they're trying to downsize the whole thing from what I get out of it, huh? Yeah, make a more more intimate space or whatever. Is that what they? Uh,
1: well, I, I, the the building that they're in, I think, is just a temporary uh, thing while all of the construction around there is finished. So uh, I think that was the main motivating factor, but it worked out fine. Uh, the uh, uh, I I was able to move around. Uh, very easily and, and yeah. uh and uh, uh, the food was great. I'm, and my yeah. wife who is much tougher about food than I am, she said that's the best one there that we've ever been to. Yeah for what well, that's worth.
4: Right. Being that it's not yeah. overcrowded makes all the difference in the world. It you know?
1: certainly does because they have had a few where uh, you could hardly move as all I'm right, sure Thomas, have now. a good evening. Bye. Thank you. See ya. But up but up but it's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Call right now; you'll still get in. We have a few minutes left to go, not too many. Uh, remember, the American Culinary Federation is having their big uh, Best Chefs of Louisiana. This m- is mainly to uh, throw some lauds at the uh, the younger chefs coming up, and a lot of the older guys too. So, they, it's a it's a great event. Hundred bucks uh, worth every nickel of it, and uh, you have chefs kind of, uh, kind of battling each other to see who's the best of them. I mean, it really is. It's not exactly like that, but it's there's certainly a competitive quality to it. Uh, anyway, it's tomorrow in the East Campus of UNO. This is the one that has the that big uh, arena. Uh, kind of space right off of uh, Franklin Avenue. It's easy to find. Lots of parking. That's the best part about it. Parking is very easy. Uh, we learned earlier that the reason that they made that uh, decision to move there out of what had, well, they had been in the uh, in the Lakefront Airport, but it wasn't big enough. I can believe that because it's been a packed house for years now. So, there you are. 260 We still... Uh, could talk to you for a minute. Why don't you? Why don't you be the last killer? Uh, killer, Excuse me. Don't be a killer. Uh, how about being the final uh, caller of the day? Wouldn't you like to be that? Why not? Come on. 260-6368. You know it's not going to go on very long because we only have two minutes left. So if you've always wanted to talk to us on the air, this would be the perfect time because you'll be able to mention what you have to say and then be gone. And then we'll talk to you at another time when you will enjoy it more. And it's kind of like th- getting raw oysters for the first time. I, re- I remember that well. The first time I had an oyster, you had to practically shove me into doing it because it was so, such a weird thing. Until after I've done it two or three times and I eat oysters with a plum ever since. Well, you know, we're just trying to get the best eating for you. You might not even know what it is yet, but remember what I said about being a gourmet. You are a gourmet if you are looking for the better food than you are already eating. If you do that, you qualify as a gourmet. Welcome. Welcome to our collection of people. uh, Happy people, I should add. Uh, We will come back with another food show tomorrow. And in fact... The two hours you just heard will be played again in case you were busy doing something else while we were giving you that first go-round. Have a good dinner tonight. Talk to you again tomorrow on
0: The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice, and good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?